Gobble gobble, all of our uh, podcast listeners out there. Uh, we are Sour Mash Tours. Ooh. Welcome back to the Sour Mash Podcast. I loved what? it. I this loved it. Is a special edition, Thanksgiving edition of the cast today. Gobble gobble, indeed, Dylan. Gobble gobble. We are going to talk all things Thanksgiving eventually. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, but first off, uh, let's do a little introduction. So uh, I'm Dylan. I'm Danielle. And I'm Andy. And we are Sour Mash Tours. So we are uh, Louisville's only guided walking bourbon experience. Um, we walk around the uh, Nulu neighborhood, Butchertown neighborhood, any neighborhood you'll pay us to walk around in and uh, show you all the great establishments there and uh, talk to you about our favorite spirit, uh, and that is bourbon and whiskey. And what we're drinking today is not a bourbon. It is not. It's a blend of straight rye from the High West Distillery in Park City, Utah. Um, I love High West stuff. They're just now starting to get their own juice into these blends. Yeah, I was going to say, they've been sourcing for quite a while, right? Yeah, they've sourced most of their stuff from Indiana. On their website, some of their ryes, I think, came from Barton, actually, which doesn't have its own proprietary rye. I guess they... they supply other uh, distilleries and blenders but this is a very special expression of the high west rye it's their uh, rendezvous rye which is their flagship product but it is finished in port barrels you can you can definitely taste the port um for sure and this is the uh midwinter night's dram i like that i love um, that name I do too, and seems, I love yeah. this whiskey. It's a limited engagement. Uh-huh. Um, this is Act 5, Scene 5, so this is last year's edition. I'm starting to see some of the Act 6s um, come out around town this year, but this is always a, a special treat, especially around the holiday season. So I'm sure that's fun, uh, a fun play on words for uh, the Shakespeare play. Midsummer Night's Dream. But I couldn't tell you what Act 5, Scene 5 is. Swift as a shadow, Ooh. short as any dream, brief as the lightning in the collie's night. Those are couplets, guys. I am woefully uneducated on Shakespeare. Um, Are you sure that we are awake? (laughs) It seems to me that yet we sleep, we dream. All from A a Midsummer Night's Dream. So that was from Act 4, Scene 1. And the first Swift is a Shadow from Act 1, Scene 1. Written by William Shakespeare. Bill Shakespeare. That's right. Even old Mr. Shakespeare run for his money. There you go. I was... As you kept going there, I thought for a second, I was like, is the, is all of Shakespeare, is that in uh, eminent domain? Because we could like potentially get sued at the bottom, by the state. Well, at the bottom of this, it says... <laughs> if, you kept, if you kept reading, yeah. like we go over our like allotment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, William Shakespeare's estate has us on his radar. He's, he's, he's oh, one, of our, one of our 50 or so listeners. You never know. <laughs> well, you never at, know who's going to come at out the of the bottom of the back of the label, it says the front label was totally plagiarized from the first quarto edition of A Midsummer Night's Dream printed in 1600. So there there's, there's a, an image here um, that so was totally taken from that. So all kinds of violations going on. But you so know what? So Act 5, Scene 5, what does that mean like? It's the fifth. It, the, the Act 5 is the fifth total release. So okay. the fifth year they put it out, I believe. In Scene 5, it's the fifth run of bottling of that I like particular it. year. Plus, I really like the bottle with like the air bubbles oh, in it. Oh, High West so looks like, an awesome product. The bottle looks like it's hand-blown. I know. Almost. I love it. And apparently, if you go out to Park City, Utah, which... It seems weird that they're making booze in a, a city yeah. run by more or a state run by Mormons. Yes, um, but it's, it's a it's Utah a ski like, in and ski out. That distillery. sounds amazing. I want to go because oh, Utah is supposed to be amazing. So like you ski into it and then you can have your drinks and then you like. Ski I, I guess out. you catch a lift or something and it takes you up to the oh top of the mountain. Oh my god, that's like 
a nightmare for me. Yeah, kind of for me too. Oh, the God. last time I went skiing was. It's rough. the worst. Skiing's rough. the worst. I, mean, I got on the lift and I was like terrified. And Amy's like, what's, what's, what's wrong? Safe. What are you scared of? I'm like, this is so high up and there's like no restraints. And then you just have to jump off. Like when you get off of it, they're like, we're not stopping. If you and don't you know do what this, I did? You know, I just went. You just fall. You straight just, into the. Yeah, Snow. you just fall ten feet. Well, the good news is if you go to Park City, you can also drive in and drive out. Okay, okay that's good. I don't know if that's the only way you can get there. No, well, that'd be real, <laughs> a logistical nightmare. <laughs> you got delivering all these barrels, all these uh, vats of sourced whiskey no, from she's make, Indiana. Just got to make it happen. Only the best of the best. It's a business. Well, Dylan better. and I are out. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent out. So no. this is delicious. Whiskey, in my opinion. Um, sometimes finishing products, I think, can take it a little too far in, in one direction, but I think this is really well balanced. It's not something I want to drink every day, mm -hmm. but um, for this time of year, it's got a very Christmassy flavor. On the back, it says that it tastes like plum pudding, which oh. I don't think I've ever had plum pudding. Has anybody Has ever had? No, it's always in like stories around this time of year but like i've never heard of anybody being like oh i'm, I'm making my delicious plum pudding to bring over to your thanksgiving right day. unless you're going over to like the cratchit's house yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> you go visit all of our all of our listeners over uh across the pond are like we have plum pudding all the time it tastes like a proper christmas plum pudding with lovely mulling spices dried fruits and creme anglaise Oh, that's uh, that's uh, Enrique's brother. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad it's a proper Christmas plum pudding. I wouldn't want to be tasting an improper exactly. plum pudding. You I know? mean, we wouldn't know either way. We but it not. definitely has like those like kind of dark fruit notes. I yeah, think the it really does. It, it, it's it's good. Like when you think about like that port finish, a lot of times you think of something that can potentially be overpowering. But like to your point, I think they really added that in and kind of finished it really well um it's not overpowering you still get some of that sweetness from the port but um you don't get a lot of that like residual burn or like any of that like yeah. after flavor that's not that great i like it the rice spice comes through quite nicely yeah it's nice so thank you for picking that one out yeah we actually had this on tap last week to film or to drink when we were recording yeah. and you guys ditched me well, you know, we, we can't just sit around and talk all night. Sometimes we got we're, we, we, we have got to get distracted. some work. We got work done is what That's we true. did. We ran out of time right. to do the fun so, part. So when we record our podcast, before we do that, we actually go through like our weekly meeting. And last week we went through everything. We had some really good discussions and we weren't able to record the podcast. That's yeah. what's happened. Yeah. So they you left productive. me alone with this microphone. I recorded a, a Honestly, 45 second introduction <laughs> and then posted an audio file from July. <laughs> <laughs> he can't help himself. Like no. if you didn't have something to post, I think you would have just recorded something. Would have come up with something yeah. to throw out. Yeah. Who yeah. knows what would have been up on. He's addicted. Well, luckily we did. Addicted to the good. cast. Podcast life, dude. I'm saying hashtag. <laughs> So, guys, you, um, we were supposed to get into, like, a fun little cocktail thing, but we, we've kind of run into time constraints again. We have. But, like, do you guys want to talk about the cool thing you all have going on right now? Yeah. yeah. So, so Andy and I, we've, we've dubbed this a tradition. Um, I we've think vetted it with our legal counsel, too. Trustfix.com. This is a tradition because we have the intent to make it a tradition. And, this and is we've the done it. This is the second year it. we've done it. So, so Andy and myself, um, you know, in addition to obviously being into bourbon, we're very into just cocktails of all kinds. And, um, you know, we have a lot of bourbon here. We have a lot of spirits here that aren't bourbon. And we honestly don't drink at home very often. I mean, wine and beer sometimes. We go, we go out for cocktails a lot. So, 
in the spirit of the tradition, in the spirit of the holidays, and in the spirit of using up some of our... A lot of spirits. Yeah. Spirit of using up some of our spirits. <laughs> we have uh, we have a tradition called the 12 Cocktails of Christmas. It starts six weeks before Christmas. I think six or seven weeks. And each week, Andy and myself each make a cocktail. Um, this year, the way that we're doing it is one of us will make a bourbon cocktail and the other one will make a cocktail of a different spirit that week. And the rules are kind of loosely that we have to use only alcohol that we have in the house. And we can only buy, like, accoutrements like citrus fruits or this or that. The only time that we buy, like, new bitters or new alcohol is if we know we're, like, going to use that. It's mm-hmm. going to be a staple. So, um, last week, we did, we both did a cocktail. I had the non-bourbon cocktail. So, I made something called a blood orange champagne mule from Half Bake Harvest, which is one of my favorite uh, food and, and drink blogs. And, Andy, what did you make? I made a drink out of the PDT cocktail book, which is kind of one of these, uh, one of the original new wave of speakeasies in New York City. Please don't tell. Um, They, before the. Oh, I thought you were being serious for a second. Like there was a name of the cocktail bar. (laughs) But but Danielle was like, please don't tell people. It's our our favorite. Don't tell PDT stands for PDT. That's what that means. Okay. Sorry. This is one of the first newer places where. You go in and you like go through a phone booth and you like dial some numbers and they buzz you in. It's a it's a really fun time. It is. We went a couple of months ago, but I've had their cocktail book for a while and I found a drink in there called A Little Bit Country, and it involved muddling jalapenos and maple syrup, and it was quite delicious. It was great. I say so. It was great. So yeah. um so this week today we were going to make our cocktails before the podcast so that we could enjoy at least the bourbon cocktail. Um, but we did not have time. We are, we, we all have things to do. So, um, we're going to make those later tonight, but we'll post them on social media and on the blog potentially. Mm -hmm. Um, so you guys can see, especially the bourbon cocktails that we make. It's just a lot of fun. Um, they can be time intensive, but, um, a good cocktail. I mean, there's nothing better and why not get, you know, kind of buzzed on a Tuesday night. So Dylan came over a little bit early. I knew he didn't have anything to do. And I was working from home. So we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, um, for my cocktail today, I had a lineup of six different options. And we tasted them and picked out two finalists. And I think we know which Hold one on. is going to be the best. Hold yeah. On. For your cocktail, you had six different options. Well, we, so I made that horchata last night, which is rice water, milk, sugar, um, spices, uh, cinnamon, and vanilla extract. I put a little bit of almond extract in there, too. Oh, Um, And I was going to use that with rum, but I needed to decide whether to use the spiced rum or just the the aged rum we have. Oh, did you do some taste testing? And then I had three different ideas for what the the secondary mixer was going to be in there. One of them was disgusting. It was not good. I'll tell you what, that was with a little bit of mezcal in it. I thought maybe the the smoke would balance a little bit. I was dead wrong. It was uh, was gross with both of them. Yeah, it was bad. Um, And then the second two, I used a little bit of Grand Gala, which is a substitute for like Cointreau Mm -hmm. or um, Grand Marnier. Um, And then the sherry that you got for your cocktail, I used some of that. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the the one. The sherry with the the spiced rum Mm -hmm. and a little bit of Angostura bitters in the horchata. Yeah. Very and I'm nice. calling it in November drinking horchata. Mm, vampire weekend. After the vampire weekend song. Oh, I didn't know what, I didn't know what that was. I thought you were was, being very unoriginal. They have well, a song called in, in December, December drinking ah. or it's a line yeah. in December drinking horchata. See what see Andy invited me over for this cocktail tasting and I came over not really knowing what to expect and as soon as he came in he's like 
I didn't think about this, but we're going to be drinking horchata, um, and it is dairy-based, and um, if you know me, pod, podcast listeners out there, I am, uh, I am lactose-sensitive, <laughs> borderline lactose-intolerant, um, so needless to say... Have I a little whole milk. I, I, didn't really know, <laughs> you know, I didn't really know what to expect, so I didn't have any of my lactate pills on me, so oh I took God. very small samples of these cocktails, but I, overall, I really got the sense of I what they tasted like. I so I had to go into the office today and make a living. Um, well, I was working, just mm, working from home. Don't make me feel bad. <laughs> oh, it's it's all leading up to it's all leading up to that. But um, I, if I had come in a little earlier, Dylan, my drink does not have any dairy. Yeah. Um, but oh well. Yeah. Hey. Another time. Another time. I'm Another looking time. forward to it. So anyway, that is the new tradition that we've started: the um, twelve cocktails of Christmas. It's super fun. And every year when we finally decorate for Christmas, Andy makes uh, his eggnog, which is incredible. It is Jeffrey Morgenthaler's recipe, um, and it includes sherry and tequila, and it is a delight, also probably undrinkable. Also the eggnog is, for me. the ingredients in the eggnog are eggs, heavy cream, whole milk, sugar, mm-hmm. um, nutmeg, and then the tequila and the sherry. It is so, I, yeah, so good. I would have to eat a whole box of lactate pills you and then like, probably still go home early. It's very good. Eggnog <laughs> gets a bad name. I go on crusades around this time of year for making fresh eggnog and don't judge all eggnog on the gloop that you get at the store, yeah. which is kind of gross. And then around Derby... About mint the mint juleps, where yeah. if you make them fresh and actually make a mint julep, they can be it's so much better than the shit you get in the box. The mixes are no good, but I, man, like I love eggnog like more than anything. Like you have to understand that this whole lactose thing is not like it's relatively new. It hasn't been my whole life. Like yeah. this has just been since I was an adult. I hate that, and it's miserable because now, like when you finally get to enjoy eggnog with some bourbon in it, I can't. And then I don't know if you've ever had like the lactose-free eggnog. No, it's just absolutely a, not. It just ain't the same. What is it if it's not it's lactose? La- it's lactate. So I mean, it's supposed to be milk without the lactose in it, oh. which just doesn't taste right. Yeah, it's thin. Yeah, like it doesn't have that like creaminess that you really need. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm I'm a little sensitive. Not not like you. I'm a little sensitive, but like the eggnog is what's going to take you over the edge. Yeah, because it's it's got everything in it's it. Every, it's yeah. I know that doesn't sound like a very appetizing combination, but it is truly delightful. I don't know. I'm yeah. It is really jealous. Good. So that, that's happening. That's happening next week. Anyway, next week. Next week. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Mentally prepare yourself for putting up the Christmas decorations. Well, you guys let me know. I'll set my. I'll, I'll look at my calendar and see what I have. Oh, uh, see, see uh, if you can available. Yeah, see make if I yourself can, free. See if I can potentially fit that in. Um, well, let's talk about that. Yeah, Dylan's on fun employment right now. Fun employment. Fun employment and kind of in between things, um, which is which is perfectly fine. Good fine. It's fine. It's fine. He's, <laughs> he's fun employed by Sour Mash Tours. Fun employed by Sour Mash Tours. I'll always be a Sour Mash Tours employee. That's right. You're not an um, employee. No. Co-owner. Founder. Owner. All those things. Owner. Founder. Um, maker. But yeah. So now, you know, found myself with a little bit of free time. So, um... Which is a great time of year. No, yeah. It's good. Because now I get to, you know, get to catch up on some things. Um, I've, I've recently learned how to do laundry. laundry properly um, according to Kate now you know always did laundry and you know I would just assume that you know if something's wet throw it in the dryer and then you get it out that is not the case Mm. so Kate has has taught me the things that go into the dryer and things that don't um, which has been kind of a big revelation for me 
It's about um, time. Yeah, and uh, you know, I've been ruining my clothes for all these years. When Dylan walked in today, I was upstairs folding clothes. Yeah, so we had a good in-depth conversation about like how to do this right. Not a laundry so, talk. There yeah. you go. So I have to thank Kate for that. Um, so now, you know, now I get to do, you know, it's crazy to think about when you think about like the way things used to be when it was, wasn't a, like a two working people household, mm. like somebody was home and like you got to do, like you did the dishes and they didn't pile up because you both had a long day and you don't feel like messing with them or you do the laundry and all right. gets caught up and you're like, man, this is nice because like you can figure shit out. Like go to the grocery during the day oh. and like plan dinner yeah. instead of running around. Even and doing to have things. like a long weekend with a Monday off is like yeah. it's it's amazing. And capitalism, you can get done. capitalism just fucking ruined everything. Yeah. So like everybody has to go out and work now. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm not gonna not like not go back to work. That's all in the works. I'll tell you about it later once I once I can I can divulge. But anyway. So yeah, I found myself a little bit of free time today. I happened to be brewing with my with my buddy Craig, um, Kate's, yeah, Kate's that father, really cool. um, who is a chemical engineer. Who so he has like the full on setup that I sent pictures to you all. Um, yeah, so that he was on he's on vacation. So uh, this week, so I went over there and helped him out. We made an oyster stout. Yeah, that, that was interesting That's to nuts, hear. About. Dude. Yes, so oyster stout meaning it is what a, it sounds like. I didn't like, know that. Basically, like a kind of an oatmeal stout, but at 15 minutes before we were done, we literally shucked some raw oysters. Could you put, put them, them in their shell the, and all? Yep. Okay. Whole thing. So you open the shell and then put them in there. Yep. Okay. Open the shell so you get like the juices and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the meat in there, and then yeah, it it's, all goes it's into the bowl. It's not what I expected. Like, <laughs> what are you guys brewing a log or you know you're brewing like a brown whatever. No. Oyster stout. Oyster stout. And this I'm, is so so we go so we go to Asheville and go to the oyster house, which is like famous for its oyster stout that they have. And so like we go there and get like oysters on the half shell and then just like drink a shit ton of these oyster stouts and so he finally wanted to jump around and, uh, and make his own. That's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I'd like to see the finished product. Well, in about three weeks we should be ready to go. Oyster stout. Yeah, which is cool. We're actually we're doing it again tomorrow. That's Not awesome. an oyster stout, something different. How much How much are you going to yield off of that oyster stout? And or can uh, I get it? I mean, we're doing like... Can a I get some? Yeah, for sure. We're doing like a five gallon batch. Okay. Yeah. So normally, like, he'll keg it, and then you can get, like, I don't know, 100 beers out of it. I just want to wow. try it. 50, 50, 100 beers, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I just want to try it. Yeah. No, it's going to be really good. What's on tap tomorrow? Ha-ha! <laughs> See what you did there? <laughs> uh, it is an obsidian stout from Deschutes. It's their clone, so we're... We're doing something a little different. Very cool. What is an obsidian stout? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm learning. I'm like, is that I'm like, the, is that the name? Is that like the that's the, the name? Yeah. Okay, that's the name. It's I not think like it has a, some obsidian. Like yeah, yeah. Not a type of beer. So obsidian is a that's a is that a mineral or something? Obsidian is that a? It's a rock. It's a rock. It's a type of rock. Yeah, it's like dark. Oh, okay. Like obsidian. Obsidian's like black. So I'm isn't sure it formed that, after lava um, dries? That's Ignatius, right? Oh. I've really forgotten all my rock knowledge. Damn, you know, in school, this was like this was like a huge like th- there's like yeah a, they they spent like a, a lot of time teaching everybody about rocks on rock. I don't remember rock talk. I don't remember elements. You know, rock about rocks. We talk so much the about other, rocks. The other the other thing that 
the lesson that everybody gets, and I'm not sure why, is they spent a lot of time describing the difference between accuracy and precision. Uh, and they always showed you like the darts. Yeah. So like they're all in the bullseye, that's accurate. Mm -hmm. But if they're all together, all, even if it's off the bullseye, it's still precise. Yeah. So obsidian is a naturally occurring volcanic glass mm -hmm. formed as You're an right, extrusive huh? igneous rock. It's produced Ignatius. when felsic lava extruded from a volcano cools rapidly with minimal crystal growth. The more you know. There we the go. more you know. It all paid off. You know, I can kind of guess that it was made from. Don't you love that every now and again? Like you're watching Jeopardy or something, and something like a question pops up, and then for some reason it just comes out of your mouth. Out of the depths and of your like, brain, you're like, where did that come from? Yeah, it's like some like something goes out, and you're like thorax, and you're like. It's always, <laughs> but it's always something that is thorax. not necessary information. It's not going to help you in any right. other situation except for watching that episode of Jeopardy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, absolutely, every time. Yeah. So yeah. So guys, so for the next couple of weeks, we'll be we'll be doing a uh, a fun employment update. Well, yeah. so we kind of got you guys. I personally am jealous. That sounds amazing. But I do get a big break in in the winter, so I can't really say much. Well, I'm personally jealous of the paycheck that you're going to be getting for well, the next few okay. weeks. Okay. Touche. There's a trade off. <laughs> Touche. But regardless, no, I'm excited about. I'm going to get to do yeah, some. Yeah, uh, We'll do some fun things with some recipes, so that way Kate comes home to a nice cooked dinner. I hang out with the pup a little bit. Man, you know? look at you. Yeah. Just going to learn a little bit about me. A little bit. <laughs> Domesticated Dylan. <laughs> Domestic Dylan. I'm saying, Looking guys. inward. Yeah. You're going to take some bubble baths, read. I don't know. That's what it's, I would it's do. It's all out on the table. So maybe you change your tune a little bit on the unlimited groceries versus unlimited Ubers now. That would be that would change a lot of things, yeah, because I'm a new person now. Mm, things have changed so quickly. <laughs> we'll start to enjoy that produce. That's right. But speaking of produce, guys, Thanksgiving's in a couple of days. Excellent <laughs> segue, I thought you were going to talk God, about the, the romaine lettuce uh, recall. Oh, oh. I, I ate some romaine lettuce. <laughs> I did too. Oh, I had no. A I had yeah. a Panera salad. We all did for lunch. And then we see that there's another E. coli outbreak and like everybody needs to get rid of their lettuce. Yep. Just FYI. Everybody. For all of those who are listening. Get rid of your own Especially man. in real time. Yeah. Especially in real time. This comes out to throw this, out your lettuce. This is like, this is the now. If you're, if you're tuned into the live stream. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we'll post this tonight, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So no, there will be no greens at Thanksgiving anyway. this year. But anyway. Yeah. So, so Dylan had a great segue, and then Danielle just kind of like st stuck. Well, no. Hey, that was another good segue, though. So like, it's topical. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get topical. I love it. Anyway. So anyway, so Thanksgiving's coming up in a couple of days. Um, I know that I think this year we're we're all going to be headed to headed to home, which is good we old are. good old Marion County. Ludnam. Uh, to hang out with, hang out with the fam. Yep. Um, so. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, I wanted to th wanted to talk about first any good Thanksgiving traditions or Thanksgiving foods in particular that are our favorites, uh, and then let's maybe just just share a little bit about what we're thankful for. I it's, love that. Tis the season. Tis well, so Thanksgiving traditions, nothing major, but uh, my my parents we do Thanksgiving at lunchtime, mm. and it's one of those things where like you dress up really nice to like eat. In the kitchen and you know it's not like pajamas that's not a thing it's like you, you look nice so like wearing your Sunday best we do like kind of a lunch thing um, and then Andy's mom the tradition I most most like from am I not allowed to talk about it well, I thought we were all gonna go around and talk about our own own family, our thing. own family things. And you're, am I not you're... a part of your family? 
<laughs> you absolutely are, but if you say this, then I'm not going to have anything to contribute to Is this, this portion of the podcast. Okay, all right, all right. I'm going to let Andy talk about that. Um, but <laughs> as, as far as my favorite food, probably um, stuffing and gravy. Like, gravy is just, like, a good gravy, like, on top of everything. Like, love it. But I, honestly, I, I don't discriminate. I love Thanksgiving food so much. We just had Thanksgiving with uh, at our friend Lori's. Man, that food was so good. Well, when you go to, like, a friend's Thanksgiving, and it's, like, a bunch of local chefs that are there preparing the dishes. <laughs> it was amazing. That, that's pretty. It was incredible. We had a fried turkey. Bomb. Yeah. We had yeah. actually fried this year. In previous years, we had trouble getting the oil hot enough, so it ended up kind of being boiled in oh oil. My God, it was oh so, no! Um, so good. But this year we had like the nice crisp skin. Her power was off almost the entire time. So she we're was one of the, like the last eating in the dark inside, <laughs> eating like colonial, like the like the pilgrims, yeah, like the pilgrims, yeah, pilgrims and Native Americans. Yeah. But everything on the plate Let's was like kind of like a PC beige there. color, so you just kind of you know you're just like you just digging mix in. Everything. And you're like, yeah. what is this? Mac and cheese, corn pudding. Great mac and cheese. Uh, those potatoes were delicious. Potatoes and pears. Potatoes and pears, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Um, but so anyway, it was really good. About halfway, th- or three quarters of the way through, there were people, there were lg guys outside working on the power the whole time we were there. She was looking at the site, and you know, in the midst of like, right after the ice storm, there's like 10,000 outages or something mm-hmm. like that. When she was looking at it by the end, there was like 28 outages. <laughs> and she was one of the last She was one of the last people to get yeah. it. So it got it turned on and we all ripped up in applause. It was it was quite magical, but yeah, love Thanksgiving meals. Yeah, yeah. So that that's me. Stone. Well, I mean, you're like I'm waiting with bated breath for this thing that Danielle couldn't share. Well, so. I'm assuming it's the same thing. <laughs> I hope so. No. <laughs> After that whole thing. Wow. I mean, thought I was just like a valued guys, member guys, of the family. Let's not get into a marital we'll dispute take, on we'll the take cast. This offline. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Andy. What's so. The- while we will be going to Marion County, which is where Danielle and Dylan grew up, um, on Thursday, we'll be trekking up to northern Kentucky on Saturday. My mom does a thing, gets the whole family back together on the years when we're not there for Thanksgiving. But her the, the dish that she makes that I've never heard of anybody else making, and this like predates Pinterest even, so I don't know where she even got this idea. Like Maybe word of mouth, who knows. She makes uh, White Castle stuffing. Mm-hmm. Oh. So she rips up, goes to the day before, gets White Castles, rips them up, and makes stuffing out of that. But then she follows it up, and this is more recent. This is probably the last five this or is, seven years. This is what I was going to say. Is um, she'll combine basically all the leftovers the next day and portion them out and do like a Thanksgiving leftover casserole. Thanksgiving glutton bowl. So it's, it's, it's all layered with the, the mac and cheese, the mashed stuffing. potatoes, the stuffing, the broccoli Gravy, casserole. Turkey. The turkey, the gravy, and it's all just in one. So you, oh. you heat it up, and yeah, it's like the if KFC like, famous slash glutton famous. bowl. If you don't like your food to touch, it's not your thing, but it is so good. Yeah, it's the glutton bowl. I've never understood that with like Thanksgiving. Well, like, especially there's Thanksgiving. There's so many. There's so many good things that you can't just like you compartmentalize. Can't. You right. Can't. Like, I mean, no. I don't want like my spaghetti mixed in with my cheesecake or something right, like that. Right, but it's different. You eat. You eat your savories and then you have your sweets. Right. Yeah. Later. But, right. but yeah, Thanksgiving, all this stuff goes together so right. well. So why not just mix it yeah, up? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a really good Yeah, dish. I don't know why people don't do that. I mean, I understand that like, some people are like particular like some that. Some people are. Just, I'll just mix all this stuff up with a big yeah. spoon and just eat it. Yes, Think absolutely. about it, guys. You're all ends up in the same place. That's right. You know what? That's a really good point, Dylan. I'm saying. That's very well, what about good you, Dylan? hot take. Let's hear, let's hear you. So, you know, of course, we're from, we're from the country, so can't go wrong with any of the food that, that we have. I mean, you like, can't. no, I mean, my, my, my aunt usually 
does a majority of the cooking and she's just a baller. Um, but like one thing I'll say something off the beaten path that has been showing up at my family Thanksgivings lately that has been good is that my cousin makes this like, I don't know if you've ever had this like Asian coleslaw that's like... Hold on, did you say coleslaw? Coleslaw, yeah. Oh, okay. <coughs> What'd you think I said? He said coleslaw. Coleslaw. It's fine. Coles, but it's coleslaw. I say coleslaw. Okay, I didn't know. I, I wasn't, seriously, I wasn't, do not, I wasn't do making not fun of you the way you said it. I thought maybe it was something, it was a different type of oh, coleslaw. Oh, it's a different type of slaw. Yeah, okay. He was saying coleslaw. So it's, yeah. so it's an Asian, Asian slaw. Slaw? slaw? <laughs> Sorry, we don't. We're from London. Continue. So anyway, so it's like, it's like the slaw that has this interesting, like, uh, like balsamic, like Asian dressing on it, and mm. has like slivers of almonds, and then like crushed up ramen. Yeah, but, it's, but it's, yeah, so it's, it's not, yeah, it's not cooked. It's just crushed up and just like thrown in there. And I will like, I will go to town on this. That like, sounds it's so good. So, I love it. That sounds it's great. delicious. If I can, I'm gonna get the recipe for her, and I'll make it for all of us. Because yep. I'm thankful for you. That's recording. <laughs> I've, so there, it's on the record. All right, it's on, on the record. record. We're getting now, some Asian coast um, love. One of my fun, one of my best um, Thanksgiving memories, though, just kind of thinking about something off the top of my head that has to do with food, is that like most of the time, my mom's in charge of bringing like the meatballs. You know how you can make like the meatballs in the crock pot, yeah. and you just put like like the ketchup and jelly, and that makes the barbecue sauce type mm-hmm. thing. And so one year, she didn't have. She, she went to the store really late, and they ran out of all the meatballs. So she grabbed these like the little like the little Jimmy Dean like weenies or whatever, but she didn't look at the package, and they were like three months expired, oh, no. and she still made them anyway. Oh no! She took them never. She took them in. And I was like, guys, don't eat those. And she's just like, they're just a little bit expired. Like, tried, she tried to poison our family. I like how she knew, <laughs> and she's like, we're moving forward. She oh, so she realized. Oh, no, she knew. Yeah. But, but you went in there under my, you're like, don't <laughs> eat the meatballs or the, the Jimmy Deans. Don't eat these the little weenies. Way. Don't <laughs> eat these little cocktail weenies. They are tainted. Uh, but no, she tried to push through. Yeah, Renee Miles is not going to not she's bring not a dish. Quit. She's, she's not, not going to show up empty-handed Absolutely to not. a Thanksgiving. But oh oh man, so that was just that's just good stuff. But no, I I love Thanksgiving. I know I folks like Thanksgiving who too. aren't big about it, but like for me, it's like it's the most low key like family holiday you can have. Focus on food, which isn't uh, crucial. There's no I expectations. Mean, like like yeah. you just go and you eat food, and you like you you know your uncle takes a nap immediately after. You put football on. I'm starting to move into that. Actually, that yeah, I'm starting to get Andy into that like nap mode. <laughs> yeah. See, like I started, I started switching it up and actually moving to like bourbon or whiskey to, to kind of sip on mm-hmm. throughout the day because like I tried to do the beer thing, it's but you just get full. too, you just get too full. Just get too full, and then yeah. you do end up napping. So yeah, I think yeah. whiskey or, or wine is a is yeah. a great Thanksgiving. Wine is usually what I go for. My my family's I have a huge extended family, so uh, for Thanksgiving it's just my immediate family. And um, talk about napping! Mm-hmm. Like you've never seen people nap. Like <laughs> your family is some nappers. Well, especially it's, if you do like if you do lunch, like, do that's lunch. perfect nap time lunch. afterwards. Yeah, we do lunch and and like. Before we've even finished eating, we're asleep. People I'll have out. to turn on the football games because nobody else, <laughs> nobody else cares, is awake. cares about it. Or, nobody cares. Or knows football's on. That day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'll wake up three hours later and I'm like, it's what, out, what's just out of it? And then it's like dark like this and yeah. you're like, where am I? You're like, what time is it? And it's like so 5, that's pretty much 5.15. Thanksgiving is just like 
gluttony and laziness, and it's great. It's just a, um, good, it's just a then, good time to get yeah. right out there, Yeah, and then we go, Saturday we'll go up to Northern Kentucky, and that's always a great time, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm, cu- I'm coming back. Um, coming back in town on Friday with uh, with Kate with her family, and so we're doing like a non-traditional. So I think we're going to be doing like some some ribs oh, that uh, Craig's yeah, going to be smoking awesome. and making some good like random side dishes, just having a good old fashioned meal. I think that's a great idea because way to go. like as much as and this is already well trod territory on this podcast. As much as we love Thanksgiving food, mm-hmm. by the time you get to like Saturday. Kind of like something else is welcome. Yeah, like right? you're kind of Thanksgiving out. Yeah. Same thing for Christmas though. Like, there's a lot of pre-Christmas like gatherings and things like that, and I'm always all about like doing something kind of non-traditional. You mm-hmm. know, um, just I don't know. A lot of turkey. There's a lot of like meat. There's a lot of I don't know. Do like some spaghetti. Yeah. Some well ribs. Yeah. Barbecue. Just, just to mix it up. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm looking looking forward to hanging out with the. Hang out with everybody. We're gonna have yeah. some, we have some friends over too, some like family friends. So nice. like, best thing is that like that Lisa Kate's mom like loves to entertain. So we're just gonna like we're gonna have a ball. Very cool. It's gonna be good stuff. Black Friday, Andy and myself will be doing a Bullseyes and Bourbon tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a fun group. So yeah. You guys are gonna be out with some folks. Uh, yeah, throwing axes, throwing uh, axes, and then drinking some bourbon. Yeah, in that order. So, so that'll be that'll be fun, and then uh, uh, head back up for round two on Saturday. Yeah, my uh, friend Steve from work. He's an older Jewish fellow, and he's married to a Turkish woman who's Muslim. So they have a very, um, you know, interesting relationship type situation. Mm-hmm. But their Thanksgiving that they do is on Saturday, and it's the family gets together. Like, everybody's kind of gone their separate ways for Thanksgiving Day and had their turkey and the traditional meal. So they do, she does a, a traditional Turkish-style lamb, mm-hmm. like of lamb. He does a brisket. Oh. And they make tacos out of it. That oh. sounds so they say amazing. A, a Turkish, Jewish, Mexican feast is what they call it. <laughs> That's what they call it. That sounds That's incredible. A, it That's does. Awesome. It sounds awesome. Yeah, wow. I'm into that. See, yeah, I'm down for like coming up with a cool alternate alternative. You we've know. already had turkey twice this year. Yeah. Like we've already had two full Thanksgiving meals. Sometimes it's just good to switch because it up. Because I had a Bunko Thanksgiving here and uh, we made a really good smoked turkey. Three. And then we had our one in Northern Kentucky with, with uh, Albany's. Friends, Friendsgiving. Three. Yeah, we've had three. Yeah. <sighs> you guys have a lot, Bring of around fri- four. Yeah, a lot of good friends to be thankful for. We, we do. do have a lot of good friends to <laughs> be thankful love that. for. I'm very thankful for a lot of things. Which is which is what I would love to like us, us to like, great quickly segue. wrap up. Segue. I'm into. thankful for Dylan's segues. Hey. You keep this. Me. You keep this podcast going. I, you, know, you really do. You're the backbone of this thing. I just I, I do it because I'm thankful for you guys and I'm thankful for this fun journey that we've been on. That's right. I am t- I'm thankful for these two guys who keep our tours running and they just listen to me bark out orders to them all day. And we have a like t- my my friends, my family, health, roof over my head. Wake up in the morning. My arms and legs are moving, and, and I got air running down my neck. That's what my dad says. Ooh, that sounded like a country song. That's right. <laughs> the next line is beers, 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 girls, 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 trucks, trucks, trucks. Jeans, jeans, jeans. And there we go. Dirt yeah. roads. No, thankful for great friends, great family, um, great, great times, yeah. and a beautiful wife. In a lovely home. That's right. And yep. um, um, of course, I'm you know thankful for obviously. this uh, this this brown water that we make here in Kentucky yes. and elsewhere that fuels our business a little bit and also yeah. fuels us. Fuels us. Fuels <laughs> and you know, of course, you know, that, for me, I'm going to go ahead and throw my extra thank yous that are thankful sitting here too. So obviously, thankful to my my wonderful 
loving girlfriend at home who uh, has taught me many things. More than just laundry. There you go. She's taught me how to love. Hey, <laughs> if all, no, if Kate, all Kate no, taught you no. was laundry, it would, that is It will have been worth it, which you will understand. A lot about laundry and a little about love. There we go. Yeah. Oh my we're just that's, talking, now that's a country song. That's a country song. Whoa. We were talking about Alan Jackson the other day, Kate was. And she, no, but she's amazing. Um, Phoebe is amazing. Um, if, if you don't know who Phoebe is, Phoebe is my dog. She got shaved the other day, so she doesn't look like my dog right now. She looks great. But she's still super cute and uh, and awesome. And I'm just I'm thankful for the, the opportunities that I've had in this world and... For all of this and for what the rest of the year has in store, even though there's not much left to it, but and I know that 2019 is going to be pretty solid. And for our um, 12 podcast listeners, we're thankful for you. <laughs> Thanks for sticking it out day. with us. That's right. I think that's, what else is there to be said? That was beautiful. I think that, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up. Although I will say, guys... Make sure that you uh, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe. Listen to us anytime. Also, check us out uh, online, www.sourmashtours.com. Social media, at Sourmashtours. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. Come on tour with us. Have a good time. Have a really wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoy some wonderful time with your family and some wonderful spirits. Um, and until next time, guys. Cheers. 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 singing his song all the little birds on jaybird street look to where the robin go tweet 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 rockin robin tweet tweet rockin robin tweet 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 twe